more universal that is uh, more universal. <laughs> you, you mean broader, broader, not yeah. not not in the style of Universal Studios. Welcome to episode 135. This episode of TLC, we talk about Lakers rise again into the live action Spider-Verse. And Anton, I didn't I totally didn't write a headline for you, Anton. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that right now as I was reading the, the headlines. Right. I wrote, and Anton, and then nothing after that. <laughs> I'm Alphonse. <Okay. laughs> and I'm Anton Duong. All right, Alan. Worst you're intro in 135 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. Uh, Sorry. What an intro. Sorry. All right, since you don't have any questions for me, you go ahead and start. All right. So, I <laughs> finally decided to buy an, a- another Apple product. Mainly because my previous version of this product was pretty much dead. Oh, well, the- your phone. Okay, never mind. I got the Pros. <laughs> <laughs> the AirPod Pros. Why? Why now? Huh? Because my AirPods are dead. And I, I, it annoys me. I've been wanting to buy new ones for a while. So, I I don't know. I just wanted to do it. You're not going to wait for uh, the two? Nah, I'm fine. Yeah, because uh, Because these came out in the spring, I, I, didn't they? From like, what uh, I heard. No, late, late winter. Late winter, right? No, I, I heard um, that they lowered the price recently, right? How much did you buy for? Uh, did you buy with the new new pricing? Two thirty. Two thirty promotion. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the new pricing. I know they dropped in price. Yeah. Because there's going to be a new new one coming out soon. Because I know there's going to be a Apple event this week. I think it's on Tuesday or something like that. Yes, but every every speculating is going to be more for the phone that they. Yeah, did it's it. going to be for the phone, but usually the because the thing is that they're not including the headphones with the phone anymore so they're gonna have to give some type of um alternative so i was thinking that they they probably would implement uh some news about the new airpods yeah just my speculation but Mm. it looks like you had some something on it is it engraved yeah they did the free engraving i've never done the free engraving before so um Mm -hmm. i just put my name on it uh (laughs) But it's funny because after I ordered it, probably the, the next day, one of my friends like, oh, yeah, I did the engraving too. I'm like, did you put your name too? Because I felt kind of basic just putting my name. Like, I didn't know what else to put. And mm. she said, oh, no, no, I put my name too. Well, technically, I put my uh, my Instagram handle. I'm all like, that would have been better. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still, yeah. you know, it still identifies to you, except you're mm-hmm. not. You know, just putting your well, name it, it kind of makes sense because, like, for example, if you lose you. it, for example, yeah, if you lose it, yeah. Alan Flores, there's hundreds of Alan Floreses out there. How dare you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. This is why I yeah. couldn't get the Alan Flores at Alan Flores for some uh, some websites. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we're doing week updates and you don't have any questions for me, I'll go ahead and update myself. So <laughs> since we last sounds private uh, recorded, <laughs> I'm gonna update myself. Yeah. So. Since we last recorded, uh-huh. I went ahead and got an extra monitor. So I have a monitor to my right, right here. Um, you'll be able to see it on here. I'm not. I'm just pointing fingers at directions right now. Um, and uh, you know, Dell has been my favorite go-to for monitors. I've, mm-hmm. I've never really uh, went with any other brands except Samsung for work. Um, but Dell has always been my go-to. Do you have a Dell uh-huh. also? Uh, I do have a Dell now, but uh, mm-hmm. I was almost going to buy a Lenovo, 
when I was like decent. Mm, yeah. 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 So, it, yeah, I, I wanted to match my old Dell monitor, which I had for probably five or six years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to find the one that's closest to this model. And I mean, they kind of look similar. It's just that the old one has a bigger bezel than the. That, new, is it, new isn't, that a, right isn't that annoying? Like they're yeah, not exactly annoying. symmetrical. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very annoying. The yeah. screen size is exactly the same. It's just the at, bezel. At my old office, um, mm-hmm. I got not a brand new monitor, but they were going to give me an older, my, my original monitor that I had at my old desk. And then they were just going to find another one um, that was a, a newer model, but not the newest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look at it side by side. I was kind of like, ah, it kind of bugs me. Can I trade that? They're like, well, we don't have any other like other newer ones to replace your old. I'm like, I'm fine downgrading the new one. Like, I'll trade with somebody. I just want it symmetrical. <laughs> so, yeah. like for my old office, I, I purposely had uh, two monitors that were like two generations behind, just for uh, symmetry purposes. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, as long as it works and uh, you're you're getting your work done, that's all it really matters. Exactly. Yeah. For me, on the other hand, because I do design, I have yeah. to have like a, a monitor calibrator to get the right colors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is that with the, these LCD screens that are not glossy mm-hmm. <laughs> is perfect for that. The matte. Uh, yeah, the matte. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the screens now, uh, when you buy a Mac, it's always glass. No, and no, not Mac, of- matte. <clears throat> matte. <laughs> yeah, matte. Oh, okay. So, I'm talking about like Mac- Macs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so when you buy MacBooks now, it's all glass, mm-hmm. and it, it, it kind of takes off a lot of designers and a lot of uh, uh, video people when they made that transition because for the longest time they always o- offer on um, the regular screen, yeah, uh, without right. the the gloss for a while, and then Apple just said, you know, f it, that looks better, like just you know, to no, your no, eye it looks no. better, but for yeah. a lot of people for who in production. work with color, yeah, then they're they're pissed off. Um, um well it it also don't you pretty much have to like turn up the brightness to the max to make sure you get the color right for, for the yeah so ones? basically there's this uh, little uh triangle thing um it's by a brand called data color and it it has a sensor in there mm-hmm. so your screen would do like a bunch of different colors and it calculates uh and calibrates the the temperature of each color okay and then it balances out and the thing is that you have to um, calibrate every three months or something like that. Just because it's... Because the, yeah. the, the screen might burn or start to diminish a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, um, over time, it happens. Does it, does it auto-calibrate? Like, do you plug it in USB or does it, does it just give you like a reading as you're trying to adjust it? Yeah, so uh, you plug it into USB okay. and uh, you droop it over to your uh, your monitor mm-hmm. uh, to the very top and it just sits on, on your monitor in the middle. Okay. And uh, when you hit the button, you see like a bunch of like little lines and it figures out where the uh, where the sensor is. Mm-hmm. So you see like the, these lines in it. Like let's say you put the um, the actual device on the right side of the screen. It mm-hmm. will automatically detect that it's on the right side. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works, but that's it, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so that's that. Um and then I also got a quieter keyboard because every time I type while recording this podcast, you hear click, you click, 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 yes. click. Yes. And yeah. and you know what? Even when I'm playing back the audio, mm-hmm. I kind of like kick myself like, oh, why am I typing? I'm like, 
nope nope that's anton that's anton typing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you can you can hear look I'm, I'm pressing a key right now okay that's not bad it's very quiet yeah. <laughs> how about me yeah so uh i i went fancy i i got the razor keyboard Ooh. Uh, and it has those chromatic colors on on the background it's backlit mm-hmm. so whenever you're talking alan it's it has like a kind of kind of like an equalizer thing happening in the background. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Do, do I affect so, the colors? Yes, you do. Nice. Uh, it's not red. Damn it. It's blue. <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, yeah. How much was the so keyboard? Anyways, that's uh, my week update. Uh, I mean, pretty much stuff with my kid, but uh, I, I talk about that all the time. So. Yeah. Actually, I do all have right. a I do have a question for you. I almost forgot. Now I looked at my bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So this. This weekend, I voted early because they did the mail-in ballots. Okay. Uh, I, I did that too. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, what's the what's going on with Florida? Do you like request it? Is it automatic? Uh, <clears throat> you request it by county. Okay. So, I don't know if that's the same thing over there. No, and, and uh, California was automatically sent to us, whether we requested oh, it or nice. not. And it's up to us well, if we want to use it or just go into the the voting voting poll place. Yeah. See, that's the thing about California. <laughs> Florida here, this is a Trump state, and Trump is yep. registered to vote here. Yep. So he's trying to do whatever he can to win. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like cheating in a way. Uh, I know that he controls a lot of the stuff that goes on, on during this uh, uh, presidential um, campaign. Mm-hmm. And especially in Florida, like I drove down the street here, mm-hmm. and all I see is this. Trump supporters standing outside almost every day. You know what? Uh, it's coming out right here too. Uh, there, I, I see on the at the corners of some intersections, uh, Trump tables like booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ironic part is the two that I saw. They are in front of closed down businesses. So I'm like, is that really the image you want? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they closed down the Walgreens on uh, Golden West in Westminster. Oh, no way. Yeah, they closed it down um, earlier, actually, not earlier this year, last year, last summer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's where the Aldi is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. And there's a, yeah, they put, in that parking lot, they put a Trump uh, booth there to buy Trump, support Trump stuff, whatever, and the money goes to the campaign. Uh, and there's another one on beach, which is, again, in front of closed business. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of Trump supporters out there. And especially in Lake Mary, they they put a sign up. They say, "Honk if uh, if you're for Trump." And I don't see, I don't hear any honks at all. They're like, "Oh, must be one of those uh, silent honks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I was just curious what the thing was in Florida. All right, Anton, mm-hmm. uh, ready and get to news. Yeah, let's get to news. All right. Next, I changed it up a little bit. I was like, you know what? Okay. We all we th- these are all news stories, but the ones we start okay. with are like the headline news. So we're going to say headline okay. news. Okay. All right. Number one headline right now: uh, Lakers win their 17th NBA championship. That is one reason yes. why I started my workout late today because <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to see how the game ended. Yeah. Uh, so congrats to the Lakers making LA proud. I was a uh, house Florida. Oh, th- okay. Even though you're not in Miami, uh, was was Orlando getting into it? Did you see any like anything's going on in Florida? Like any promotions for the NBA games? Well, they play in the bubble, like yeah. forty minutes away here. 
Yeah. Um, oh, really? It's that close? No. Yeah, dude. They, it's, they play at Disney. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh. They're inside this bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're not allowed out or in. <laughs> yeah. No, I know Once about the bubble. Once you're there, you're for- there. No, no, no. I, I know about the bubble, but I forgot it was at Disney. <laughs> yeah. It's at Disney. They, they basically... Uh, I know that they had these uh, new sports facilities where they have a lot of uh, people come and train. Mm-hmm. And especially um, they have like, you know, practice games and stuff that they held private mm-hmm. where you can come and watch uh, the players play. Mm-hmm. So you get you get like um, a baseball field there for people to uh, practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the NBA court. Um, yeah, I think Disney has a, a, a stake in, in the NBA, right? Because I mean... They opened up um, the NBA experience here in uh, Disney Springs. I'm not uh, sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy that Lakers won. Uh, LeBron did good. He did well. I, yeah, I'm gonna say he, I'm sure mm-hmm. he's happy right now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but everybody's extra proud. I think the the, the initial headlines I started seeing were uh, you know Lakers win. And then within 20 minutes of that, I started seeing the other pictures trending about, you know, uh, it's good to see that the Lakers won this one for Kobe the year he died and stuff like that. You know, like it was a good, mm-hmm. it was, the win was in honor of him. Um, mm-hmm. And also know the the players were, some of the players were rocking the the Kobe jersey and a lot of the fans mm-hmm. in the stands. Or not in the stands, yeah, but uh, in the Props records. to Miami, dude. They, <laughs> no one saw that coming. No one saw no, that. No, everybody thought it was a shutout. Make it. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. doesn't be a shutout because even mm-hmm. in the finals, they were they were down a lot of players. A lot of yeah, players were injured. They yeah. were. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just kept going down. Everybody was like, oh, it's not gonna go past game four. And yeah, game six, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one one of my friends going, uh, they're saying, Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. We were supposed to win this early, and now we're in game six. Don't jinx it. <laughs> 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 All right, that's on. Uh let's move on here. So movie theaters. Uh so since the pandemic started. Movie theaters have been uh, reluctant to close, mainly because, you know, that's their business. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's been fewer and fewer movies coming out to theaters. And then there was a point where there was no new releases. So some theaters were doing um, rescreenings of, of hits. So Jurassic World, Back to the Future, uh, I think Goonies for some of the, some of the places. Um, and now that the, you know, the pandemic has lasted this long... And theaters are trying to fight for congressional support. Uh, there's kind of a split in the in the world of cinema. Uh, while AMC and Cinemark plan to continue to stay open until you know until they can fully stay uh, fully open, uh, mm-hmm. Cineworld and Regal have closed all locations temporarily, but they have closed them completely though. Yeah, same thing with the ones here uh, in in Orlando or Florida in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they announced that they're closing them down. Um, it's kind of sad to hear, you know, that. Yeah, but um, so is it permanent or temporary for for, for Florida? Or the ones uh, you've I seen? think cer- certain uh, ones are permanent. Cause I, they, I, I'm assuming the smaller ones, uh, the independently owned ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Regal, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And AMC has come out and said that their deal with Universal is what's keeping them confident and staying open. Mm-hmm. So as long as they was it two weeks they they get they get to first dibs on screening the movie for two weeks before it gets get, mm-hmm. gets to get released on uh, on demand, um, and I'm sure there's some back end money that they talked about. So I think as long as Regal as AMC stays open, 
and they show something in theaters in their theaters wherever they can where they where they can open safely they mm-hmm. get money so that's good for amc i'm not sure what cinema i think cinemark is just being stubborn <laughs> <laughs> yeah cinemark uh tinseltown um same brand yeah century the- mm-hmm. the century theaters also right mm-hmm. yeah all right Anton. All and right, then so, uh, um, other types of movie experience what's going on there <laughs> so there are a lot of movie screenings, uh, especially in uh, in the states, of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot of drive-ins right now because uh, of what's going on. Do you see this as a trend eventually, like for bigger releases? Because it, it seems like you know there's a lot of movies that are up for Academy Awards, but they need to be on a screen. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, drive-in uh, screenings. They don't know if that's going to be considered as a, a, a movie screen or not. So that that's something that um, they're trying to figure out how it can be um, allowed for the Academy Awards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they, why it wouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I know that they they do those uh, Walmart uh, uh, movie screenings, and if they do any of the if they do any of the uh, the bigger movies that mm-hmm. are up for Academy Awards. Well, no. So I understand why drive-ins kind of diminished over time. Like I think what the the, the early '90s when we started seeing a huge decline in them, um, and then by the you know 2000s they're pretty much already gone. I think there's only like one one or two within the LA Riverside area um, because it's there's limited capacity. Uh, you're not really charging. Well, at least to my knowledge back then they weren't charging per person. They were charging per vehicle. Yeah. Depends um, on what kind of vehicle you have, too. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, people were in the cars, are comfortable, so they're not likely to go to the concessions. They're probably going to sneak it in, which is harder to do in, in the traditional movie theaters. Possible, mm-hmm. but a little bit harder to do. Um, but for <laughs> but for theatrical <laughs> release consideration, though, or like or qualification, I don't see why, why it wouldn't count. It's still going to wide release. It's still a ticket to in some sort being sold um i don't get what the hesitation is there i think the hesitation is that it's not like full movie experience it's kind of like a it's kind of like you're forcing the movie to happen but the thing is forcing the movie that but the thing is so back then they had the speakers the the walk-up speakers you you, we pulled in and they had a little speaker thing whatever they just hooked in your car whatever you don't get the full surround sound what no no, now they're doing what um, the gyms do. You turn your cards, they, they give you a code for your phone to text mm-hmm. and you can play through your speakers or a station uh, to play, to, to turn your, your radio to, to play the audio. See, the radio thing works. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know how, like, for example, like if, if there was, a, yeah, I don't really know how that works. I don't want to get into it. Probably get pretty complicated, but they ha- probably have something for it. But I think they probably still do the radio thing. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, so now it's more up to the y- your car's stereo system. Which I mean, even if you have a stock system, and it's a newer car within the last say 10, 15 years, it's a good experience. Better experience mm-hmm. if you have a better sound system in your car. But I mean, can you imagine watching Jurassic Park in a with a subwoofer, like a good kicker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, <clears throat> well. Sorry. It's an FM frequency, so you're only getting so much, but still, 
FM frequency, you can get pretty good bass. No, no, but I'm saying there's some that you, they give you a link to a to a to a site where you you know you can link to the audio from your phone and then you mm. s- connect your connect your your stereo system uh, via Bluetooth or something or plug it in. Oh wow. Okay. So it just depends on the theater. There's different variations. But I'm saying like the technology has gotten better, so it's not as, as janky as an experience as it was before. Speaking of which, though, uh, Hulu is doing a Huluween um, experience in LA, and they're doing mm. um, kind of like horror movie driving, but it's kind of to prom- promote their movies and their streaming stuff. So uh, it's free. However, you have to request a ticket, and uh, it's pretty much luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did, I selected, uh, Hocus Pocus, the screen for Hocus Pocus. Cause that's one of Martha's favorite movies, uh, especially around Halloween time. Uh, so I'm going to put a spell on you. Nice. Uh, so I haven't heard back yet, but I'm hoping that, uh, we get one of those tickets, uh, to go watch it. Uh, but they had other ones. They had like some, some screenings for the, their original movies coming out this week, as well as some like other ones that they got you know the license to stream this month uh mm-hmm. also playing at the movie theater so i think that's a good, good idea you know it's free experience promotion um and if at the very least it gets people to know like hey even if i didn't get a ticket to the drive-in theater i can still watch it on hulu yeah it's kind of cool all right uh moving on here so the other big headline and this is something that people have kind of been piecing together as we as uh announcements come through so Jamie Foxx has been announced to be returning to Spider-Man uh, to his uh to play his role Electro in the new Spider-Man 3 movie with Tom Holland. So he mm-hmm. hasn't done this since Andrew since he was uh since Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, so what I a- saw was Go ahead. What I saw was Jamie Foxx will not be blue. Yes. In this movie. Yes. <laughs> I know that was the other thing it won't be blue. Um and then there's some other... I mean, they have already have uh, Vulture. They have Scorpion, which they tease at the end of Homecoming. Uh, they have, they're bringing in Electro. And maybe Venom? Like, if they can get... Like, if they can sneak that in, they make a deal with that, it is Sony. Um, so that was kind of like, okay, this feels like a Sinister Six movie. Like, it's little pieces, but, like, how are they going to make it work? Then mm-hmm. earlier this week, or late last week... They announced that Benedict Cumberbatch will be making an appearance as Doctor Strange. See, that's the thing. Like, how crazy would it be if they mixed up all of the old Uh Spider-Mans into this movie? Uh Uh-huh. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. and Exciting. And I I, I don't know if I dreamt it or what it was, but I heard, like, Andrew Garfield would love to come back as uh, (laughs) a (laughs) Spider-Man. It'd be cool to have, you know... Uh, you know, have an older, you know, Spider-Man from, you know, being played by Tobey Maguire and then have uh, an alternate universe Spider-Man played by Andrew Garfield. And then you have mm-hmm. the current Spider-Man with Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I think, be awesome. yeah, exactly. It made me, you know, bring in miles. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's something people are kind of like piecing together going, all right, all the things are kind of there for uh, into the Spider-Verse live action movie. Are they really doing this? Or are they kind of just teasing us? Well, it, it, it's kind of cool to, let's say, for example, example, okay? Just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. What happens, because I know that Sony still owns a property. Uh, what happens if, you know, they finally say, hey, you know what? Marvel can have Spider-Man, but we'll take the spin-off of Oh, so the, the different multiverse of it. Got it. 
which yeah. which that was another thing too that they're trying to build they're trying to uh to build a symbiote universe you know they have mm-hmm. venom they they have carnage they're gonna have a carnage movie um mm-hmm. and there's other symbiotes out there that they can create into this so i mean that'd be their own property uh something that we haven't talked about in a while but uh how oh, what's his name uh the freaking vampire being played by leto i'm tip my tongue can't remember now vampire yeah oh 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 i'm um, morbius morbius thank you i was like yes anton vampire <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like vampire um, yeah oh oh yeah yeah, yeah morbius. morbius too uh which is mm. like that's the one thing but <laughs> thanks to covid i completely forgot about morbius that was supposed yeah, to be one of the I big did too. yeah that was supposed to be one of the big summer releases too right mm-hmm. uh, actually no uh i think fall actually i have a schedule here uh do i see morbius i don't see it on here let there be carnage no all right anyways uh so yeah that's the headline news right now so i come on spider-verse <laughs> <laughs> all right that's on uh ready to get into streaming let's get into streaming All right, Anton. So before we started recording, you sent me something. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. All right. So there's a little teaser uh, clip of an animation, uh, Jurassic Park animation to be exact, mm-hmm. and it pokes fun at uh, them trying to find a new s- or an old species that uh, is coming back, and it's no dinosaur, but it's Jurassic Park people looking at the these species and it is animaniacs <laughs> yeah i I love it dude. like that's such a spielberg thing to do they they spoofed the the scene from jurassic park as you know the near the beginning where they're driving up in the in the jeep and they see the brontosaurus mm-hmm. and the other dinosaurs out there and they're all kind of like stunned by it um yeah i it's funny just when i thought like oh like at first i was like oh, okay that's cute and then i'm like all right that's good dialogue okay that fits too <laughs> All right, that's a good twist. Like, like it, the the dialogue never felt like it was being twisted too much. It was just like mm-hmm. slight tweaks that you can see. It, you know, that's what they said in Jurassic Park, but also what they were referring to in reference to the Animaniacs. Yeah, um, yeah, that's another thing I forgot. This is something they teased. We talked about a couple months ago, um, but we didn't know we didn't have a release date. We heard that there there was greenlit, and that Spielberg was kind of hundred percent behind it. Uh, but that's the last we heard of it until uh, that teaser. So <laughs> I, I do like that the insurance insurance guy was replaced by Hulu and the Hulu guy saying, oh, we're going to make millions. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny uh, that, you, that you mentioned that, too. Um, Jeff Goldblum has been referenced twice within the last 40 um, within the last 24 hours for me. Oh, talking about the him reenacting. The the what you call it his his iconic Jurassic Park pose. No, <laughs> I'm talking about um last night on SNL. They oh, had a, uh, skit. Okay. Yeah. All right. First the of opening all, skit. First of all, we gotta talk about the, so <laughs> SNL. Since the last time we recorded, SNL has done their first two episodes since the pandemic started, or yeah, re- come back since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, last and, week was Chris Rock. This week was um Bilber. Bilber. Uh, mm-hmm. And the first one they the, for the intro, they spoofed the presidential uh, debate, uh, and now they did the vice president debate. And uh, holy crap, dude! Like, uh, it, it's the same problem that they had last campaign, where they really don't have to write any jokes. Like, this is 
That that is exactly- <laughs> it, it, it is the joke. I, I told my cousin, I was like, dude, if you watch SNL, it's basically a summary of what exactly happened. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I feel like they did a better job with the vice presidential debate uh, mm-hmm. because it was really more of the feel and the vibes that the that the candidates were giving, as opposed mm-hmm. to the presidential debate where it was almost verbatim. They were just quoting them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm um but yeah i showed my brother the uh the presidential uh, snl uh the presidential debate snl uh skit and he's watching cracking up I'm like that happened yep he said that yep yep that happened <laughs> he's like what the hell um but yeah when i was like when i saw the fly for the vice presidential debate i'm like oh, that's it that's the, that's the topic for the rest of the week <laughs> <laughs> did you know that um I think on on the Biden website they sold fly swatters and yep. it sold out. Yeah, they said they right after That's the debate. They, yeah, right after the debate they they started selling it and they, they sold out. Um, <laughs> I mean that's more, that's just that's just quick thinking on on the Biden team to make some uh, quick yeah. money there. Uh, yeah, whoever did that, they deserve a raise, right? A little bump, <laughs> a nice position in the White House if they win. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, dude, that that it was just good. It's just good writing, but. As much as I love Jim, Jim Carrey as uh, Joe Biden, which he's done an amazing job as him. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Maya Rudolph as uh, as uh, Dude, Kamala she's Harris. Spot on, man. She, is she spot has on. The, she has that vibe. That's the thing, though. Like, is that even the look? It's just her vibe. I'm like, yep, yep, that's her. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I I love it, dude. Like, uh, I'm I'm I got a little burned out with SNL doing uh uh political stuff, or whatever. Um, but this these these weeks have just been i think because we got a break from it for a while i've actually yeah. been enjoying these like these last two the last two uh intros all right yeah all. i think i think the writers are pretty good too now like um they got some pretty good writers in the back there yeah 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 um they got some good skits and i'm just glad that they stopped doing the the things via zoom oh the other thing too that I was surprised that uh apparently even the audience were surprised um the uh, people that attended the life the life recording of the snl shoot uh got paid and it was really it was a loophole because apparently there is no i forgot what exactly it was but co- audience members have to be compensated for attending live events and i think that's more to discourage live events like people aren't making money off of it um so it's something that the audience members apparently didn't know they were just there. They were still doing the social distancing. They all, out, the entire uh, audience got tested, did the rapid test before the shooting. Um, and then as they were walking out, they got a check for 150. Wow. Yeah. Something like that. That's pretty cool. I'm like, dang, people like line up and like fight for like, you know, t- the, those those tickets for SNL recordings. Because it's See, a tourist. The thing, the thing is that uh, for SNL tickets, you have to get it in August. It's uh-huh. a random drawing. Uh-huh. Uh, not random drawing, but yeah, you have to show up and whatever they have, that's what you get. Yeah. And if you show up the day of, you have to show up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. If anybody traded in their old ticket that they didn't use, mm-hmm. then you get that seat. But it's very limited. Mm-hmm. I heard some people, some days, like if it's like a really popular person, they'll mm-hmm. probably have like two or three spots. But if it's not a popular person, they'll probably have like 20. Yeah. So that's what I've heard. Because when I was in New York, I wanted to go to a taping on a mm-hmm. Saturday. And I'm like, oh, okay. So what's the rules? And how, how do you get 
Yeah. Tickets. Yeah. How do you get the tickets? So right? if you're a hardcore SNL fan and you just want to get good seats or just, you know, locked in mm-hmm. August. Uh, and if you are a diehard fan and you're willing to like kill yourself in the rain <laughs> or you know, kill yourself in the, in the, the cold. Yeah, the New York, the, the extreme yeah. New York weather. Yeah. Either extremely cold or extremely <laughs> hot. Yeah. Um, you you got to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the thing though. I'm like, I, I, SNL is such a gamble. Like it's, it's like, it's a life check, you know, uh, what's it called? Bucket list. There you go. It's a bucket list mm-hmm. item to see like something iconic, like SNL being recorded or something like that. But the actual performances are a gamble because I'm like, all right, there's a chance that the perf- the musical performance won't be somebody I like or know. Uh, there's a chance that the host is somebody I won't like or know. And then there's also a chance that they can just have an off week when it comes to the sketches. Mm-hmm. So um, it's one of those things like you just want to be there to say that you were there, but. <laughs> Whether you enjoy it is another FOMO. thing. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, now I was just checking to make sure I was still recording. I don't know why that occurred to me. All right, Anton. Okay. Uh, so something else here. So we talked about Save with a Bell getting a reboot uh, on Peacock. Now we got more information. Uh, they actually set a release date. So the new season or the new series uh, will be available on Peacock on November 25th. That's pretty soon. I know, dude. So many things are coming out this this fall and winter, and I'm like, ah, time to start hibernating. <laughs> uh, you still have vacation time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually taking a, a week off, pretty much in November, and a week off. Actually, I'm taking off the majority of December because I'm taking a random week off in at the beginning, and I'm taking uh, from Christmas week all the way until the end of the year. Oh wow! Yeah uh so well there are some things that won't be around anton uh glow the netflix original series about women in, in wrestling uh has been canceled so what the hell are you doing canceled i'm oh. trying <laughs> trying not to hit the the mic oh okay uh <laughs> like i don't know what gesture you gave me there um so the thing with this one is the people are kind of the cast and the producers were kind of confused because netflix gave the green light for the show to film their fourth and final season. Now mm-hmm. they kind of got like a lot, like uh, well, not even a last minute notice. I think the producers got notified through, through like Twitter or through like uh, press releases that, uh, the worst that way they, to get the news. <laughs> well, as well as things that I think Netflix gave the green light. Cause like, all right, this is one of our hit shows, flagship shows. Let's finish it off strong. And then when they did the analysis for the cost of doing the record, the filming safely during a pandemic, they were like more expensive than we're willing to pay right now because it is, you know, it's a very close contact uh, series for the actors. There's no really game. It's wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of testing. Uh, It's a lot of risk involved if. Uh, somebody gets sick and they have to, I mean, yeah, it's one thing that they, they, they get sick and they get uh, seriously ill, but it's another thing. It, it's a big inconvenience to production when somebody gets sick and they have to halt the production altogether. Cause uh, I know that rapid testing, like if you want to know within like uh, two hours, 24 hours yeah. or a few hours, it's yeah. $175. Mm-hmm. So imagine doing yeah. that. And then also, or the alternative there is also filming in a bubble which now you're paying mm-hmm. for housing and uh, making sure that people aren't, you know, coming and going as they, as they please and keeping the production safe. So I think Netflix just said, not worth it. We're out. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of the pandemic, South Park has been radio silent throughout the whole COVID stuff uh, because, you know, they can't really film. But they decided that the world needs the pandemic special. That's right. Randy <laughs> Marsh released a strain of weed called the pandemic special because he cares. <laughs> so that's the whole premise. I, I think that's the thing about uh, <laughs> South Park. They, they always take advantage of what's going on. I know there's a Y2K one. There's like a, um, they, they had a bunch of different ones. I can't, I can't remember. Oh, the, the Canadian one um, where the, it, was, it was something about the border. Um, yeah, they had some crazy specials. Yeah. Especially when there's something like this going on. But it's funny because they're taking advantage that, you know, strains of weed can be, uh, they have the craziest names. So the whole premise of this, or the way that the way that the the writers were talking to the audience, was through Randy talking about his his latest strain of weed. Uh, this the whole thing starts off with uh, Randy gathering the whole town and saying, "Guys, guys, I know these are rough times, and we at uh, uh oh, what the hell's the damn damn uh, farm's name um, uh, Tegrity Farms, uh, we care about South Park." So during these harsh times, we're doing a pandemic special. That's right. The pandemic special strain of weed <laughs> for 10% 10, 10 <laughs> off. And then people are like, isn't it a bit callous to be to be uh, uh, monetizing during this pandemic? Well, we care. So we think this is what the world needs right now. They need the pandemic special. <laughs> <laughs> um I love it. It was an hour long. It's a standalone. Um, this is not the. This is not supposed to be, or not intended to be, the start of their new season. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, it touches on a lot of things that we've gone through during during COVID. So they have uh, Cartman that has fully embraced the Zoom world of, for school. Uh, there is, you know, the antisocial aspect of it. Uh, there's the people, you know, getting greedy from, uh, or not getting greedy, but you know, making uh, benefiting from the from the quarantine stuff. Uh, and then they link it back to when Randy went to China last season. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Holy crap. I'm like the writers could not have, have not like scheduled this better. Like, like seriously, yeah. the week, the season after they, the, their, the, the, where Randy went to China, there is a virus that we think originated from China. <laughs> Uh, wow! Yeah, so that, that's it's hilarious. Yeah, so it's a must see. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's on Hulu now. If it's not on Hulu, mm -hmm. it's definitely on the Comedy Central app. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so check. All it right, out. I gotta check that one out. Yep, yep. All right, so I started streaming CB Strike Lethal White. Um, I, I've talked about this before. This series is um, that mystery uh, detective uh, novels mm -hmm. by Robert Galbraith, which is J.K. Rowling. Mm -hmm. So, Lethal White was the last book that came out, I think, last year. Uh, I finished that book. It's really good. Um, and they finally came out with a... Um, uh, they shot new episodes, which is uh, for this book, Lethal White. It aired in... Uh, I think uh, aired in BB BBC. Okay. Yeah, it aired on BBC uh, in August. And then ended on... In September. I think there was like four episodes total. Mm -hmm. So they aired it in BBC in the UK, but we won't get it in the US until probably like two two more weeks. 
Mm-hmm. But it won't be out on BBC. It will be on Cinemax. So, uh, do they does do BBC usually port? Does BBC's shows usually port to Cinemax, or is that just a deal they made? Just a deal they made. Oh, okay, I, I think it's certain shows. Uh, but I think uh, because CB Strike is one of the popular shows, mm-hmm. they they need something premium. Uh, okay, so either HBO or Cinemax yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so anyways, uh, so far, I love it. Uh, Lethal White is about like um, this time these detectives have to go undercover acting like something is acting like someone that they're not supposed to be White to chips. get information about a murder that happened years and years and years ago. So is this a comedy series, serious drama? It's, it's a serious. It's, it's okay. So imagine... Um. Well, we'll probably get this to this later. Um, Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. but more realistic. Okay, so not more a, modern, not as hyper realistic, not as hyper real. Yeah. Okay. So this is like uh, you know, um, I, I guess in a way it's kind of like a noir style, but um, not so classic noir. It's more like modern noir. Okay. So, um, like it's not grungy for the sake I, of being grungy. Yeah, so the cool thing about this one is like, you know, the, the way that they do research to find certain clues and everything is with modern technology. So basically going on Facebook, doing uh, research and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's uh, I'd say it's a sher- modern Sherlock Holmes. Okay. If you're into that. I might be and we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to read the books... I recommend watching the show because the show is good. the The main two actors, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of books, uh, Will Wheaton teased the uh, that he has a copy of Ready Player Two. Well, he read the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's an audiobook version of it, and he read the whole thing. The whole thing is on Audible. <laughs> Ready Player Two, right? Yeah, it, it's going to be releasing on the same oh, okay. day as the the book. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Because uh, he just posted a picture of the not not a book, but either um, either a script for reading or um, a manuscript version of the book, uh, and he just put, "I might get in trouble, but I was doing homework, so I thought I'd share." <laughs> uh, that, that's what he's doing. He's recording it right yeah. now because he's you know that's the manuscript that he needs to read for the unabridged version on Audible. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm like, oh, so so close, so close. Yeah, I know for real. Uh, like so close. Uh, it was a mid- no- early November, right? I think like November mm-hmm. like ninth or something. Yeah. Before we started recording this, I was watching the New York Comic Con clip of uh, the panel that they just had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where Will Wheaton is talking to Ernie Klein about the new book. Oh, and- Ernie, Earl, Ernie Klein. Wow, so casual. You mean Ernest Klein? <laughs> <laughs> no he goes by ernie <laughs> oh okay it's cool it's cool yeah. wish i was in that cool club i wish i was in the first like casual name basis with him <laughs> okay all right let's move on to movies <laughs> all right alan's being dramatic all right <laughs> All right, uh, movies. Uh, starting off here, Avatar two. Anton, are you still excited for the for the new Avatar movies? Are you still in? I thought it was supposed to come out like ten years ago. 
I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Are you still in? Are you still excited? <laughs> or are you? St- are, are you? I am to- still excited. I okay. still see the the pictures. I am excited. Okay, because James Cameron has announced that they are 100. The filming is 100 complete. Uh, that being said, it's still currently slated for December 2022. So it makes you wonder how much freaking CGI work is going to go into this movie. Still, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and knowing James Cameron, he's a perfectionist. He will be tweaking this. Tell you what, awesome. I I think they they already did the CGI before shooting the movie. I can when they shoot when they shot the movie, everything has to be in CGI because they're using these cameras to see the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I can see them doing the CGI modeling, but not the mm-hmm. not the final things. Uh, yeah. But I did hear that the actors had a better time, uh, well, easier time imagining the film. That that you know the original Avatar came out and they kind of see what the world looks like and what you know what they're imagining. <laughs> they have something to work mm-hmm. off of. So I mean I'm hoping that the acting. I mean nothing wrong with the first uh, Avatar's acting, but I'm hoping that this kind of boosts up uh, how integral or integrated the actors feel in that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. Something else here that kind of surprised me: the Lion King live action movie is getting a sequel. And they've I heard about that too. Yeah, and they've already had a director, uh, Barry Jenkins, to helm this movie. Um, I just feel like this. There's no way they're going to go forward with this. Like I, I think right now they're just testing out to see what kind of uh, concept or, or or script they can develop. Is it going to be original or is it going to be the same sequel? That I'm they trying to remember because because the Lion King animated one did have a lot of uh, spinoffs. I think they had a Lion mm-hmm. King two, Simba Simba's Pride. Uh, and yeah, as well as yeah, as well as some other uh, shows that came out of it. Um, there might have been another straight to DB, straight to movie, or straight to video movie that came out of that. I, I actually enjoy the Timon and Pumbaa cartoon. I never that saw it. That was, it was that, actually good. That was on Disney Channel, right? No, I think it was on regular channel. Oh, okay. I think uh, during that time, I think it was on ABC. Probably ABC. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I just I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what they do with this one because. The way that the Lion King was received, I don't, I didn't think they were going to go on with this one. I, I feel like uh, there are uh, some of their other live action movies have gotten better, uh, better reviews and uh, acceptance. I mean, with this, I, I would expect to say Mulan two coming in twenty twenty four. All right, that's on. Julie actually likes um, Mulan two, and I'm like, I never saw it. Mulan two. I never saw it. I know there is a Mulan two, and I forgot what it was, but I never saw it. I don't even think it's a. Uh, it's a uh, Ming Na that voices the voices Mulan in the second one. Mm-hmm. All right, it's on. All right, so since we're talking about Disney, uh, we got Pixar's Soul coming to Disney Plus. How do you feel about that? Uh, I completely forgot about Soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. As well, again, as well as movies that they, you know, we heard about earlier this year. They teased us about it. Well, teased us with it, um, and people were kind of into it. They said it was kind of a, mm-hmm. a inside out kind of feels to it, but um, you know, more more musical. And mm-hmm. I, I love the the trailer, the first yeah. trailer they had, the jazz music, amazing. Yeah, it got a lot of buzz. Uh, I remember I was leaving the mm-hmm. office and people were talking about it. Um, but then it stopped, and then I was uh, one of my coworkers was telling me, saying like, "Oh, are you excited for this movie?" And I told her, "You know, I forgot about it." And then I started thinking more about Mike. Well. It's around this time that, you know, during the summer movies, we would have started seeing the trailers for the stuff coming out during the fall and winter. But without summer mm-hmm. movies, there was no excitement. There was no promotion that we usually have. So I can, I understand why this fell under the radar for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Same. 
Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to do the same pricey model that they did for Mulan. Uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I, if hey, it worked. It so worked. I don't see why not. Yeah. People, that's the thing. People hated on it, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that Soul... I mean, it's Pixar has had very few failures, at least none that come to mind. And it's, you know, even if people oh. are more... Uh, oh, yeah. Few, few failures. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying that it's one thing. So Mulan was a success because they had a big surge that first weekend. Soul, I think, is not going to have as big a surge as Mulan did at the first weekend, but it's probably going to be good enough that it's going to get good word of mouth, good reviews, and then the next weekend is going to have a better weekend than Mulan did. That's my yeah. Opinion. And plus, like, I think if if Soul comes out during like you know the holiday season, uh-huh. it's going to stretch out through the, through the whole entire season. Yeah, I think that's that the too. thing about like you know movies that come out during the end of november it stretches all the way to the end of the year yeah yeah so. especially in the comfort of your own home yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah i know that leave the house <laughs> yeah sure oh, i think i pulled my all right so uh, i'm gonna skip ahead here uh since we're already talking about disney uh we have a space mountain movie coming out um well not coming out but there it's moving along mm-hmm. it it's happening so, uh, how do you feel just about accept Space it. Mountain just, movie? Just lay back and accept that it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about, you know, all these movies? I, I, oh, yeah. Jungle Cruise was supposed to come out this year, right? Uh, I think, yeah. I think it was supposed to come out during the summer. I think it was supposed to be an August release, yeah. Yeah. So, until I watch that, I'll judge Space Mountain. Because Tomorrowland, that, that movie didn't do too well so um so, i mean i like the movie a lot of people didn't like the movie yeah so so as of last week or actually over a week ago uh jungle cruise was yeah supposed to be released in 2020 and it is now slated for july 30th of 2021 so it's it, they're really just redoing the same schedule they were going to do this year might as well at this point mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i mean that, that it didn't surprise i mean it surprised me that they're doing um uh space mountain uh, movie but also at the same time, not too shocked about it because Disney has been very verbal that saying that their next series of movies is they want to make movies for their existing rides. So they did with Jungle Cruise. Autotopia. Oh god. The car. They already have cars. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Autotopia. No. no, but come on, they're gonna you know they're gonna do like one for Matterhorn. They're gonna do like a freaking um, they're gonna do like an abominable soulman. Uh, uh, see, Matterhorn. they don't have Matterhorn at Disney World, so that's that's the only thing that kind of falls back. They need something more universal that is uh, more universal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you mean b- broader, broader, not yeah. not not in the style of Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, so something that is at other parks in other countries and other you know uh, parts of the world. Um, but but I, but I also think yeah, that that's I don't think that's some of their older rides though. Like some of their newer mm-hmm. ones, it's they're building it off existing properties, so. Uh, I mean, Big Thunder Railroad. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, that the Disney World one that's kind of based off the Seven Dwarfs. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the which the which the one here in California doesn't really have a Snow White theme to it. No, it's just a they're just just going through a mining tunnel, uh, and then you know California Adventure that's all based on existing properties. So, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Uh, I mean, they're, are they really going to do a goofy sky school kind of thing? You know, no. no. Uh, so I think. Oh, I did tell you that we're getting a uh, a different 
Guardians ride here in our um Yeah, they're doing the at Disney World. They're doing uh this escape, right? Guardians of the Galaxy Escape. No, no. Uh Galaxy Rewind. Rewind. Yeah, so this is a roller coaster. Indoor Ooh. roller coaster. Oh, that should be fun. Oh yeah. I can see <laughs> I can still see them doing the uh kind of like the, the hyper jumps that they showed in mm-hmm. uh in volume two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, definitely gonna gonna have uh some uh some Space Mountain uh themes to it though. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think next time when you're going to be here, they're going to have, uh, I think, Ratatouille ride and then that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Nice. Yeah, we definitely have to plan that out. I've been promising Martha mm-hmm. Disney World for the last year and pandemic didn't help. Hey, it's cheaper now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right, Anton. Yeah. Uh, let's move on here to the first movie we want to talk about, Black Box. Uh, so Black Box is on Hulu. Uh, after so it's about a man named uh, forgot his name here. Uh, anyways, after losing his memory or his wife and his memory in a car accident, a single father undergoes an agonizing experiment treatment that causes him to question who he really is. Uh, so since it's October, Martha wanted to watch some horror movies. Uh, but I'm kind of a wimp, but also burned out on horror movies because it's always the same thing so this one's kind of mm. our, our our middle ground because it's more suspenseful mystery uh some sinister aspects to it and mm-hmm. it's one of the movies that you think you know the answer but it still throws in a few more things and one thing i appreciated that i w- which is why i wanted to talk about it was uh even after me and martha figured out 95 percent of the the twist at the end we were still we were still sucked in because we were invested in the characters, um, and I think that that gives a lot of credence to this. And props to the to the girl that plays his daughter, which she couldn't have been more than eight years old. She, that little actress has so much charisma and and almost like an adult in a kid's body. It's kind of weird, um, but she carries so many scenes that just makes you want to root for for the dad to get his shit together through the experiments. Are you pulling it up right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, so this is one of the movies that I don't want to talk about too much uh, because I don't want to give away the 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 surprises in here. Um, but I will say it is, a, it is a movie that has a lot of twists and turns. Um, it's also one of the movies that you want to pay attention to the little details because then they all start piecing together. So I, I love the way that this movie pieces together the whole story. I don't feel cheated. And I honestly didn't hear about this movie until it showed up on our list um, that I posted on our social media of October October new releases for this different streaming services. So did you watch the movie with low expectations and exceeded your expectations? Uh, I kind of went in neutral because, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't really, you know, hear anything bad about it. I didn't see, but I also didn't hear anything about it. So um, I was just kind of curious. Uh, this is, I mean, I would give this one a three and a half four so like a you know c plus b b minus mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it definitely gets a few bonus points there because it's free <laughs> if you have hulu so yeah it's good it's good uh nolan that's the guy oh that's the other thing too the main character's named nolan so every time that uh, they mention his name i keep wanting to say uh christopher nolan <laughs> 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 like there's one that's like the, the 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 guy's brother is trying to wake him up he's like hey hey and i'm hit him all chris and then, and he goes, Nolan. <laughs> Damn it, that's right. It's not Nolan. It's not Chris. It's Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Damn. We- All right. So, um, okay, you're a Mia Jovovich fan, right? 
Yes. Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So she's in the new franchise that is also video game related too. Uh, it's a Japanese game also. It's Monster Hunter. And uh, Monster Hunter is probably one of the most uh, biggest game that is sold on mobile and console. Uh, it's an RPG game. Mm-hmm. All you do is just go around and kill monsters. Um, awesome. Awesome mm-hmm. game. Played a couple of them. So movie-wise, I don't know if it's going to be a great movie or not, but Paul Wes Anderson is directing it. So it's the same director as Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, that's a go-to. Yeah. So, and it's Jim Mia Jovovich. Uh, it's got a pretty fun cast. It's got Tony Jaw from Ombak and uh, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of, kind of, kind of excited to see you know uh, some favorite people um, that I grew up watching, uh, which is uh, Mia oh. Jovovich. Okay. First time I've ever seen her was in um, uh, The Fifth Element. Yeah, the orange hair chick. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the movie to see that. So, I'm, like, you know, that, that's crazy. Dude, uh, did you get it the first time you watched it? Because I, I, I had to watch it again in our, in our teens for me to get appreciate that movie a little bit more. Okay, so I watched that movie when I was in fourth grade. Uh, that's how long ago that was. I'm trying to see what year it came out. It came out... 1997 so yep yeah we're just like nine i still remember going to the movie theater i think it was the century theaters uh uh, in orange yeah so that's the first time i saw her and then uh fast forwarding a couple years uh seeing ombak which is a a thai movie uh you don't see real action as much in the modern day because everything is like close up uh camera action where you know you fake punch and it looks like it's real um yeah and seeing this guy who doesn't know how to speak english and now he speaks perfect english in like big hollywood movies so it's kind of exciting to see so interesting yeah i just looked up the images for monster hunter and i i think i recognize that iconic sword really i think so i think i know what you're talking about which game you're talking about Mm -hmm. all right anton uh let me see here on our list okay cool all right so let me just wrap up our movie segment here. Uh, since I mentioned it last episode, uh, I watched Enola Holmes. Uh, so the synopsis is when Enola Holmes, Sherlock's uh, teen sister, discovers her mom is missing, she sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. Uh, so I'm not... Uh, I- I don't hate Millie Bobby Brown, but I feel like she's kind of overhyped because of the popularity of Stranger Things. However, I love her in this movie. I think this is the perfect role for her because she can be both uh, very serious and smart, but also has a bit of a kind of like a sarcastic or knowing smile and nod to the camera. Uh, so the it's so this one I kind of broke my my habit of not looking at reviews before I, before we talk about on the show. But I was curious because um, this movie has very strong feminist themes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just from the trailer, you get that it's, you know, the Enola meets her, her brother, Sherlock and um, what's his name? Uh, My- Mycroft. 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 I keep saying Minecraft. Mycroft. Um, 
<laughs> in the train station and you know mycroft is very like why why you know where are your gloves what you know stuff like like where's your hat and stuff like because very for that time that's how women dressed uh they were really flashy and stuff like that there's a, sp- a specific way that proper women were supposed to dress um yeah, it's the accessory yeah it's you know you don't show popular accessory. yeah at, at that point me and, me and martha were just kind of joking i'm like oh, i can see your elbows <laughs> um <laughs> No, but I do like that this movie focuses on her, but also doesn't ignore the fact that Sherlock is a thing, you know? It's it's almost like a, in the Avengers, you kind of think like, okay, I understand that there's this big thing happening here with one character, but if it's such a big thing, where's everybody else? <laughs> uh, so they do, they do tie in Sherlock, but Sherlock is not the lead for this movie. Uh, I like how they develop her. It's So the reviews that I saw... People were mad that it was a feminist movie, which, first of all, is not over-the-top feminist. I, I think, uh, what's it called? That new Charlie's Angels, uh, directed by Elizabeth Banks, was that was over-the-top feminist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's like I, I think so, too. That's like whacking you over the head with all the subtle and not-so-subtle uh, themes and, and jokes and stuff. Uh, this one, I think it was played right with uh, the times that it, was, it takes place in. And then... I started reading more about the the stuff around the the show. Uh, apparently, Netflix got into a legal dispute, or they're currently in a legal dispute with the uh, the estate of what's his name, the writer of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, oh my God, what am I kind of his name? Ah, damn it, sir. Hold on. Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, oh, there you go. Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, they're in this dispute with this estate because I never knew this, but one of the reasons we don't really hear about Enola in movies is because uh, when Arthur Conan Doyle started introducing her into, into the novels, uh, Sherlock turned into a more humanized character. He wasn't as cold and calculating as he is in his other novels. Um, mm-hmm. He has a heart, and that is apparently a line that the estate draws between what is public domain and what is still under their uh copyright or their property mm-hmm. um which i never knew that like that's why we get so many sherlock holmes movies is because all the ones that you know uh the baskerville hounds all the stuff like the more known stories are with just sherlock those are public domain and i think the the the, the rights to the books and stories that have enola in it uh, or a more humanized Sherlock in it. Uh, I think the copyright ends or the protection ends in 2001, 2002. Mm. So the families are trying to like fight Netflix right now for releasing this movie. <laughs> it's so much drama on this, but I mean, it doesn't take away that I like this. I like this movie. It's a, it's a fun movie. I think it's, it's done well. Uh, apparently Millie Bobby Brown was a part of the, was a producer for it. So it shows, you, I think they started this, um, this movie from the ground up. So, I, you know, funny that you talked about, you know, um, that you see her as overhyped. Mm-hmm. Um, when Stranger Things first happened, uh, I was like, you know, who who is this girl? Um, so, I went back and saw, like, earlier footages of her acting. Mm-hmm. She's good. Like, she's a little girl, probably nine or ten. Probably, no, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was on like some some uh, regular television show. I think it was like a CSI or something. Like NCIS that. and yeah, NCIS. Mm-hmm. 
and she was pretty damn good. Like she's like, you know, what? I might have seen that episode. Yeah. I just can't recall it, but I probably have seen her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So seeing that, I was like, okay, she's probably gonna have a really good career. Um, and I think it's kind of hard for her to grow out of Stranger Things because people see her as Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But um, that King, uh, that Godzilla movie. Uh, didn't King work out for her to break that. Uh, no, because it was break a, out of that show. Because she was she was uh, eleven again. She the exact mm-hmm. same kind of like seriousness, like that that stare that she gives. It's that that's what uh, people were kind of making fun of during the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. It's movies like this that can break her shell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just hope that she gets bigger roles with and, this as a uh, set piece and, for her. You know what? In saying that, I bet you that's why she pro- she uh, was one of the producers for this movie is because mm-hmm. it gives her an opportunity to play a different role, a different character. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I like it because it's you know similar to Robert Downey's uh, portrayal of Sherlock. Uh, it's breaking the fourth wall a lot. So her little moments when she breaks the fourth wall with a camera, she has just the right amount of charisma and nods or looks where it's not cheesy, but it's a quick glance at the camera and the audience can catch that and and know exactly what she's thinking with just a look, which I think takes a lot to for an actor to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I you know it's a fun movie, dude. I I totally recommend for you and Julie to watch this. I think it's a and then you know it's not that many. I don't think there's any swearing. It's it's uh, <laughs> mild violence, so I think it's fine for Elias. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <coughs> I give that one uh, four point two five. So B, B. That's pretty high for a uh, straight to Netflix movie. That's a B. That's a B plus or B a B mm-hmm. down the middle B. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, is that it? Are we, are we done here? Or? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. If people want to give us a high ranking, how can I do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and purchase a sticker, t-shirt, maybe a hat. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or on our show notes, Maybe our Instagram, social media, or something gives a little link in the description and it gives us a little kickback when something's purchased on Amazon. Nice. Uh, as you mentioned, Nico Frost on social media at the 2OC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, if you're not clicking one of our links, you can also keep track of what we're talking about, you know, new topics coming out, new news stories, um, or just funny memes that we find that we think you'd enjoy. So it's a good way to get in contact with us. Or alternatively, you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com if you feel uh, there's a more personal connection that way. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle player, MP3 player. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, since I was talking about CB Strike, Lethal White, I am currently listening to the controversial uh, sequel called uh, Troubled Blood. Uh, and it is so good. It is really good. Mm-hmm. This is really, really uh, gory, this this one. Mm-hmm. It's very, very gory. Do they give sound effects? They. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. But... Uh, I, I think the 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 person that reads it, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Like he has a different voice for each each um, character. Oh, that that range and is it's so very important. easy to follow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other one I would recommend, but it doesn't come out until November twenty fourth, is Ready Player Two. So maybe add that to your list. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. I think that's it, right? Nothing else. We're good. Yeah, I think that's it. 
All right. For the 2OC, I'm Alan Flores. Now I'm Anton DeWall. See you guys. See you.